Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Then we're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini bar. Smarties and the Kit Kats thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it is. Uh, hello. Thank you so much, Rick Regan. And that was in the Weston and Edmonton, the Weston Edmonton elevator. I will never forget it. He was steaming. I may see Joe Womack this weekend. Hello, everybody. Welcome on up. Get on up inside your favorite daytime sports talk show. Get up. That's us. Wake up. We've been waiting all day for this show. It's our last show. How about this? Of 2023. And it's not a countdown show today, but I can guarantee you that we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun. Joining us on the program today, Jim Barker, RP Show football analyst, and uh, Justin Dunn from Three Down Nation. Darren Moose DuPont is with us. He is in a moving vehicle. As you can see, I'm in South Florida for now. The second this show is over, we're hitting the highway, and I'll tell you later for where. But Moose, do you want to tell our audience what's up with you today and your whereabouts? You're like, where's Waldo today? But it's, where's Moose? <laughs> I know, trying to, you know, accommodate everybody and, uh, you know, get the plans in and make sure we get on the show and have fun today. But uh, I'm on Highway 11, just north of Regina, and going to be stopping in to visit the kids and uh, my sister this afternoon. So looking forward to that. Okay, cool. Um, So the director, Jordan, isn't left hanging. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Jordan? Get down because it's Christmassy. I'm feeling Christmassy, obviously. And just to check, even though you're traveling, you're going to be with us for this segment and then the first two segments of next hour, right? 
You got it. Yeah, and he's frozen up already. Yeah, he's frozen. Yeah, perfect. Nice. Um, he's playing around with his settings. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing. I'm going to ask the audience, can you please do me this favor? Here in this opening segment, tell me what your favorite Christmas carol is and what your favorite Christmas movie is. Write it in. Sober Carpenter text line works as well, 902-518-3033. Your favorite Christmas carol and your favorite movie. You can start answering now. And at the end of the show, Darren and I will give ours. That's number one. And we're going to get into the quick six show topics here right away. I just wanted uh, Jordan to hit the horn. I opened up the text line in a couple of the messages that were holdovers from yesterday. Number one, Alex from the Game Plus control room in Toronto. Alex writes in and says, Rod, which week 16 games are you watching the closest for playoff implications this weekend? I think tonight might be the biggest. And he was talking about the Saints and the Rams, which the Rams won last night. What was the final? 30 to 22. But let's just push that to next hour where we'll play week 16 deal or no deal for our friends at Bet Regal. But I'll tell you right off the snide, we got two Super Bowl preview potential games. Sunday, Dallas at Miami here in South Florida, and then uh, Baltimore and San Francisco. Before we go any further, do you think those might, could you see the Super Bowl being either one of those games, Moose? Absolutely. And I would lean right now to Baltimore and San Francisco. I think those are yeah. the two best teams in each respective conference today. So uh, that's going to be two, two great games, but that one in particular. Yeah, I think so because I agree with you. Because Dallas and Miami just they just they seem too Hollywood. They seem too Yeah. Baltimore and That's San Francisco way to put have it. been in the Super Bowls in our memory. You know what I mean? Those are two more rugged teams. I could see that. So those are two games right there. And Ted in Moose Jaw, uh, Ted in Edmonton, as I flip open the text line, he writes, Rod, the oil will make the playoffs and win it all. Signed Ted in Edmonton. It's like Says you today, such is life with Oilers fans. Which, by the way, Jordan, you want to you want to hit the horn again, Jordan? Do you mind, please? Uh, we don't have a lot of time now. Act actually right, down to business because we don't have Darren for a lot of time in this segment. Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, and Adam Earn scored in a span of 69 seconds early in the third period as the Edmonton Oilers snapped a three-game losing streak with a 6-3 win over the Devils. The Oilers fan that I live with. She thought the orders were going to blow it. They didn't. They had the pop, 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 three quick goals in the third, and they won. Kirill Kaprizov scored with 4.9 seconds to go in overtime, lifted the Minnesota Wild over the Montreal Canadiens, 4-3. Matt Duchesne scored with 9.2 seconds left in overtime to give the Dallas Stars a 4-3 win over the Vancouver Canucks. Nathan McKinnon scored four goals to extend his career-best point streak to 17. Colorado spanked Ottawa 6-4. Elias Lindholm had a goal and two assists as the Calgary Flames extended their winning streak to a season-best three games, got a 3-0 victory over the Anaheim Ducks, and in Columbus, Alex Ovechkin scored his first goal in 15 games with 53 seconds left on the clock in overtime to lift the Washington Capitals to a 3-2 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't know why I don't have it here, but we all know what happened. What was the final Buffalo and Toronto? Was it 9-4? Yeah. 9-3? Okay. I mean, I can call it up, but we all know the details. We're all 
those of us that aren't Leafs fans are laughing about it right now. Um, while I find the summary, and I don't know why I didn't put it in there, do you want to explain the Leafs? Or are you sick of them and don't want to? Or where are you on that? 9-3, Buffalo beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, we talked about this this week. You don't know which team is going to show up on a nightly basis. Now, for the most part, pretty consistently good. Talked about best record in the National Hockey League since the beginning, early part of November. But then this happens, and that's the issue. The consistency isn't there. I understand losing a game here and there in overtime or late in a game, but to get blown out in a game like that, um, I think it was Sheldon Keith called it embarrassing. Um, that's probably a good way to sum it up. I mean, Matthews kept going. That was the one bright spot, but uh, not a good night for Toronto. Uh, Jenna has showed up from Southern California to rub it in. She's the biggest Sabres fan we know. Hi, Jenna. I see oh, you, Jenna. No. Thank you for pointing that out. And um, I'll say it again. Check the receipts. Everybody likes to point out where I've been wrong with my bold proclamation. So I'll point one where I've been right. Not only do you not know what the Leafs are going to get give you every night, but here's another one you can write it down. Good teams don't get blown out. And when I said that about the Rough Riders in the fall, everybody got upset. The Rider fans that just can't see anything other than the green goggles. And they're like, no, well, you, well, what about this team? What about that? We're not talking about other teams, okay? Look in the mirror. Good teams don't get blown out. The Toronto Maple Leafs are, may, maybe they're a good team, I guess, right? Because all the Leaf fans got mad with what I said the other day. They're not a contending team. Take that to the bank. So with check the receipts, I'm going to start pointing out where my proclamations are right because nobody else is going to. Okay, moving on. We can pick this up later. Point two, Byram Brown threw three touchdown passes and became the second University of South Florida quarterback with 4,000 total yards in a season, leading the USF Bulls to a 45-0 rout of undermanned Syracuse in the Boca Raton Bowl Thursday night. And the reason I point this out, Darren, I mean, I was there. We previewed the game yesterday. Listen to this. You guys, unfortunately, didn't get to see it in Canada. Syracuse struggled at quarterback with starter Garrett Schrader missing the game because of a shoulder injury. The, this is what the Orange did at quarterback. They started tight end Dan Valari. Tight end Dan Valari started at quarterback for them. Backup quarterback Braden Davis and running back LeQuint Allen Jr. also shared snaps. And it was a disaster. It was 31 nothing ha at halftime. You, I'm hoping, saw my social media, Darren. I was around the game, the Boca Bowl. You can see why this college is so special. And the NFL is the same. I, I wish they did it in the CFL. Did you see the five buses in my video that brought South Florida to the stadium at FAU? And six police vehicles, three in the front, three in the back, sirens wailing, lights going. I mean, honestly, man, if you were one of those players, would you not be fired up? And you know you're going somewhere special to play in a damn special game. We got a police escort. That's it. That's it. Did that not fire you up watching that? Man, that was awesome. It's so cool seeing it. It just shows big deal it is. But the question I got, five buses, the motorcade, the whole deal, and not one of those buses was carrying a quarterback? <laughs> well, that was <laughs> South Florida's buses. I'm sure Syracuse, I can't speak for them. Yeah. But uh, just, again, I just, we never, I, I was counting this up the other day. 20 seasons with the Rough Riders, that meant 10 road trips per season. That's 200 road trips I made with Canada's team, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and we never one time had a police escort. 
In the WHL, as a broadcaster, I needed a police escort <laughs> into town and out of town. But that was that's another story. Uh, so, way 45 to nothing, South Florida won the game. I understand. You couldn't watch it in Canada, so people aren't as excited about it as me. But I had friends with friends on that team. They had a big party. Here's one for you. Each quarter took an hour to play. Just so get used to that, folks. These bowl games yeah. this time of year. I don't know why it is. Because it was on ESPN, and that's another thing. I don't know if I've been at games, well, Stanley Cup final, I guess, where the uh, the big ESPN crew's there, but Tom Rinaldi was there on the sidelines. I was like, ooh. And the people that I listened to every morning, Michelle Smallman and Evan Cohen on ESPN Radio, they were there. They were flown in from New York for the game. It's just, ah. I hope I don't ever get used to that because it's pretty damn cool. And I also want to say this. So this flip for, for, let's just nerd out for a second, Darren, you and I on the play. Yeah. Okay. For 20, for decades, even longer, when I did junior football before CFL, I, I did, had a depth chart like this to call the games by position, right? O-line here, receivers out here, D, flip it over for the defense. I did, and now this yeah. guy inherited that from Jeff Courier, the guy that I did the games before me. But I kind of sit back and look at this lot. How many players there are? How many? Is there enough gold in the planet Earth for the rings that they're going to make for USF? It's like a thousand rings they're going to have to make. I think I should have just called it numerically like this. And I'd seen guys come in and call football games like that, and they were laughed at by the guys that had this. And I think I should have been this all along. What did you? What do you like to use to call games? You know, um, I write it out by hand i know a lot of guys do it on the computer and send it to the the printer i write it out with the depths by hand but i'm with you i like to have well i don't i like to have a numerical roster there for sure but then i write it out and then to be honest it was always a thing for me write it out by hand i kind of remember the names and numbers and positions so that oh, yeah. i almost never have to look at the sheet sure. but uh i like to have it there in position for sure that's a lot of rings, almost 100 names here for the South Florida Bulls, including wow. Magdabuck's kid, Trey, who in his freshman year wins a bowl game. Like, how about that? Kid, there's a winner all the way, as how John Frenzy that? would say. Okay, some NFL stuff. Uh, hour two, we're going to talk about who's our primed CFL free agent prospects and targets, but not here. Thursday night football, Matthew Stafford passed for 328 yards and two touchdowns as the Los Angeles Rams surged forward in the NFC playoff race with a 30-22 victory over the New Orleans Saints. You, you like this guy, rookie Puka Nakua, had nine catches for a career-high 164 yards and a touchdown. The Saints' loss means New Orleans' two-game win streak is over. The Falcons have lost a couple in a row. It's like, I feel like nobody wants the NFC South, but... Tampa Bay does. They take a three-game winning streak into their game. So I, I can't wait to play deal or no deal coming up next hour. It's the Buccaneers and the Jaguars in the Battle of Florida. I mean, week 16, I selfishly pointed out what the games are that I'm looking forward to the most. Um, Ravens, 49ers, and Cowboys, Dolphins. And specifically this one here in South Florida. But how about you? Maybe, maybe I, there's some I've overlooked. <laughs> Can we lose them? Last night's game being... Maybe I'm out. Yeah, go but ahead. I think I'm back. Okay. Well, last night's game was really intriguing because, you know, I'm starting to buy more, more and more stock in the Rams. And heading into the playoffs, they're a team that has weapons. And as they're getting healthier, I think they can surprise somebody. They haven't been in the conversation as being one of the top teams 
all year, but Stafford was hurt for a while. So I think there's some intrigue there, and I'm quietly uh, for different reasons in the Titans and Seahawks on uh, on the 24th in the afternoon. The Seahawks are a team that, you know, trying to get into the playoffs and see where they're at. Big win with Drew Locke at quarterback. And Tennessee, they're kind of looking towards the future, so I'm curious to see what young players step up. Okay, from the text line 902-518-3033, I asked people, what's your favorite Christmas uh, carol and movie? From Perry Shockey and Lethbridge, Grandma got run over by a reindeer by the Irish Rovers. And by the way, Shocks, if your grandma got run over by a reindeer, you may be entitled to compensation. How about Contact that? the law firm of DuPont, Peterson, and Sons to see if you're eligible. Jim and Balgoni says, uh, favorite song, Silent Night. Movie, Christmas Vacation. He says, have a great time. Christmas time, RP family. I'll get to the rest of the comments and stuff in a moment, but I wanted to read this. Where did it go? Our poll question today for our friends at Key Auto Group, it's been on my mind for almost a week. And at Key Auto Group, they're driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. Can you please settle a tie, everybody? The Key Auto Group daily poll question is this. What's the biggest NFL story of 2023? Is it what I think, Tom Brady retiring, the correct answer? Or is it what Moose thinks, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dating? I... Puh. How could that top Tom? And you're supposed to be a Tom fan. But you know what, Darren? Our viewers will settle the tie. Do, do we have a body of work, Clark, yet to settle that out? What are they saying out there on the streets? Ah, of course. 63% are right. And they're saying it's Tom Brady's retirement. Okay, Moose. I'll see you next hour. Drive safely. See you then. All right, um, Jim Barker joins us coming up after this break. Justin Duncan, Hour 2. It's a football Friday, and we are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Doesn't that just scream Christmas? Happy holidays. Asking the audience what's your favorite Christmas carol and uh, Christmas movie. Allie in Texarkana says her favorite Christmas carol is O Come All Ye Faithful. Favorite Christmas movie, Blue Christmas. Randy from Winnipeg says Silent Night. And The Little Drummer Boy, his two favorite Christmas carols. And we'll get this around to football in a second. But because this is our last show before Christmas and our last show of 2023, let's bring in our football analyst, Jim Barker. And before we jump to the gridiron talk, Jim, do you have a favorite Christmas movie and or Christmas carol that comes to mind? You know what? I'm, I'm very old school. That, that 34th Street with Santa Claus, that is, it's an old black and white movie. Absolute favorite. Yep. Um, Christmas Carol. I don't know. I thought I think the Silent Night is a good call. That's a that's always a good one. Deck the yeah, you can't with, go wrong. Deck, deck the halls with bows of holly. Exactly. Yes, and Miracle Holly on Thirty Fourth and... Street. There you go. Miracle. That's You'll it. never forget that. Yeah, Miracle <laughs> on on. Uh, I already forgot the street number. Anyways. So from 34th, yeah. So from Alex in our control room in Toronto, the television station and network that's anchoring our show, Alex runs the controls there. He said, what are the big week 16 games, biggest games in our minds with playoff implications in the National Football League? Uh, your thoughts on that one? 
Well, obviously, the last game on Christmas night, uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers is kind of a, it's, I mean, I think it could be a, a Super Bowl preview. I think Baltimore has, you know, moved its way forward. And San Francisco, obviously, Philadelphia is having all kinds of problems. So I think that's a great game. I think Cowboys and Dolphins is is another one that, you know, is is great. There's a, you know, one of the problems with, I mean, not problems, but one of the things happening this week is I think you've got, the hangers on and the guy want to hang on like the Bengals and Steelers tomorrow. That's a classic boy that the Bengals want to hang on. Can they do it with Mitch Browning uh, or um, Jake Browning? And Jake. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jake Browning and the Steelers, you know, they're going to start Mason Rudolph tomorrow, the 58th quarterback to start an NFL game. Just it's craziness. So, you know, there's a lot of games like that where one of the teams is going to lose their dream and other teams are going to hang on to that thread of hope of getting in the playoffs. Just all the, as we have every, there's something interesting about every game. And as you say, in all football people, there's no such thing as a meaningless game. Um, you want to take a swing at New England and Bill Belichick, and now this crazy rumor is going to end up with the Chargers. Uh, you're taking where the Patriots are, and what's next for Bill Belichick, if you don't mind? Well, honestly, I I just think it's hard to believe Bill Belichick not being with the Patriots, and that Robert Kraft pulls the trigger this this fast. I just I just don't see that. I mean, this is the first really bad year. Last year was was not great, but wasn't wasn't horrible and, and you know they've gone through the the tom brady transition and uh are they any closer at quarterback no but there's a lot of teams not and when you don't draft high you're eventually going to hit something like this i just see him being back there uh i thought the pickup of nathan rourke was was interesting on other fronts it doesn't have really to do with bill belichick but um i thought that was an interesting uh that he was made available um in terms of the Chargers and some of the jobs open, you know, for Belichick, he's been an Eastern guy forever. I mean, he's been in New York. His dad coached at Navy. He's never been to the West Coast. I, I just have a feeling that would be a tough transition for him. You know, I see Jim Harbaugh more with the Raiders. I just think that's a, that's just more of a fit to me where he can go in. And I thought it was interesting the Chargers, and we talked about it last week when it happened. I was on your show. The, when it when it broke, um, firing Tedesco also at that time, which I think opens the doors to guys like Harbaugh and Pep Belichick that are going to want maybe to have the say in who the GM is and not you know so so I think they did that for that reason because there are a couple guys that you know they're not going to go work for any GM and. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting that that to me was an it was an interesting firing. You know, it was that that they not only fired Brandon Staley, but they also fired Tom Tedesco. Um, and I think that's why is do they want to be involved in Belichick? Do they want to be involved in Harbaugh? Um, I just for whatever reason just see Harbaugh going to the Raiders. It just that just that just makes sense to me. I don't know why it just does. Uh, well, you know, while we're there, um, the Raiders are at KC. 
the Chiefs are favored by 10. And I know you don't, you guys don't care about the point spread. I'm just saying that's what it is at Bet Regal. So much happens between our chats, you know? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes find 50,000. Andy Reid find 100,000 for comments about the officiating and the Kadarius Tony offside. Any take on them being fined A and B? How big of a slaughter do you think this will be? I saw a stat that the Chiefs have beaten the Raiders by 20 points or more like nine times since Patrick Mahomes has been there. Yeah. Thoughts on the Chiefs watching, and then this game? Watching the Chiefs, I, I, I see a team that's a bit in desperation. They just, they just seem like they're in a place they haven't been. Since Patrick Mahomes has been there, they've never been in this position. They've never been in a, a place where they're struggling offensively. I think a big part of it is you know, you, you can only lose so many receivers, and they've lost so many over the last couple of years. And, you know, the Tony thing was, you know, bottom line is the guy was offsides. Did it make an effect on the play? No. If the referee had it to call back, he's not going to say this publicly, but he would probably say, God, I wish I wouldn't have called it. But you know what? That's that's life in, in football. And, and to, to, you know, to take the kind of, fines they've taken over that i think that patrick mahomes regretted the things he said after he said it uh on Kadarius tony so i think the chiefs are a i think they'll come out and play really well um the raiders obviously you know are a, a team that's that's on the struggle and they're playing aiden mcconnell and who knows what aiden mcconnell's gonna be you know he's one of 58 guys who started an nfl game this year and is he gonna be their future or well, what's, you know, it's, so again, I, I see it as betting wise, I, I, I would hate laying 10 points, but I would hate more taking a garbage team like the Raiders against the, what I think could be a really good team in the Chiefs if they can get that receiving core together. I really believe defensively they're playing well. I think Spagnola's got them. They're coming off the ball. Their defensive front is solid. Teams are not running the ball up and down the field on them. They're giving up some big plays. Um, but when your offense is as bad as what Kansas City's has been, it's hard to win. And I think they haven't had that in the past. And I just see a team in frustration with that game. I, it's, it's just not a, I don't know, it's just not a, a, a comfortable feeling, which means there's going to come a time they're going to break out. If they don't, they're going to be gone early <laughs> in the playoffs. You said something earlier about Nathan Rourke going to New England was interesting. What in your mind was interesting about that scenario? Okay, and I've been in front offices in professional football, and we've got three weeks to play in the season. And they have two quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence, who had a high ankle sprain, which who knows the severity of that. They have C.J. Beathard with a wonky shoulder, and how they would allow, if they had any feeling that Nathan Rourke could win for them. Obviously, they sat in there and they said, okay, if we let Nathan, if we put him down to the practice roster, we could lose him. If we lose him, what's our alternative? Well, our alternative is DJ Perry, who was here all last year. Nobody's picked him up. What's the difference between EJ Perry and Nathan Rourke? Well, they, they would probably, they obviously said, not that great. I just don't think at this time with the amount of money in the NFL, I don't think you go through that risk. The amount of money to keep a third team quarterback on the, on the roster, even if he doesn't dress, but on the roster as the third team quarterback, 
over half the teams in the NFL are doing it is not that great with three games to go that you risk having happen what happened. And the word is that if, if New England wouldn't have taken him, he got taken like 15, 20 minutes before the deadline that Houston was going to take him. Um, and Houston ends up, you know, signing, uh, you know, one of the, another one of those old guys. Yeah, I can't even think of his name now. But um, so anyway, it's, it's just it's one of those things. I felt from, Houston, from Jacksonville's standpoint that they either totally don't believe in Nathan Rourke and, and because you're at the time of year now, you're not going to – E.J. Perry was there all last year, but he didn't go through this year's things, but he at least knows their terminology. Um, that if, I, I was interested more from the Jacksonville standpoint because if you think you're going to get him through – and hope and hoping for that when you're going to the playoffs and you have two wonky quarterbacks that's grounds to be fired i just it's 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 just a it's a a, a terrible move now if they believe aj perry is close to what nathan rourke is for their football team then that's their that's their argument we think aj perry's you know a, as good and that we don't lose that much with you know if if we lose nathan uh, again, when you're talking about quarterback and you're talking about three weeks to go in the season and you're talking about a team going to the playoffs, I just think that's really, really risky. You have a guy who scored on four out of five uh, times in the preseason, and regardless, unless he's a guy that's not liked in the locker room or things along those lines, which who knows that? Nobody knows that. Um, I just found it really interesting from the Jacksonville point of view not from the New England point of view, you know, they lost, their guy went to the Chargers, their their third team quarterback went to the Chargers, and obviously they've fallen out of love with Mac Jones and um, Bradley Zapp, or um, Riley, or what is it, whatever his name is, Zappy. Bailey. Is, uh, Bailey. Bailey, Bailey Zappy. Zappy. I knew it was a weird one. Um, whatever Bailey Zappy is to them, who knows? Nathan Rourke, again, he's he, he's got to learn a whole new offense in a matter of weeks. Are they going to be able to evaluate that? They're going to have a high draft pick, which obviously they'll probably use. They don't get very often, probably use on a quarterback. Um, so from the, the New England standpoint, it did wasn't shock. It was shocking to me from the Jacksonville standpoint that with this much time to go in the year and you got two quarterbacks both nicked up, that you would allow, that you would take the risk. I mean, yeah, you can say, oh, we didn't think anybody would take them because there's only three weeks left. It's crazy. Now right. the interesting question. But they waved him now twice. The interesting question, Rob. I'm sorry, they is, waved him twice before and he wasn't claimed. Yeah, what's the interesting question now? Yeah, to me the interesting question is so he signs a one-year deal with New England. When does he become free and does he have the right to make a decision in February? Is it better for me to go make 600,000 in Canada and play and do what do what Doug Flutie did, which is go back and play and win win a couple great cups if I if he can't show that he is the best quarterback up here, will that help his chances more or is being in that grinder down there and going from practice roster to on the roster and things like that? Is that where he he wants to be? Does he have that option? Again, I don't know the rules on what the NFL is now in terms of if because he, he will end the season under contract with the Patriots because they have to hold him through the season. So I'm sure that he'll be under contract with them at least until the Super Bowl. I don't know how long after that it, it happens. So uh, again, that could throw some interest into the CFL free agency 
situation because he would be free to go to any team. He doesn't have to go back to BC. Remember, he's from Oakville. And there's a team in Hamilton that would be glad to open up their pocketbooks, I'm sure. Uh, I think Ottawa would be glad to open up their pocketbook and say, Nathan, why don't you come play here for a couple of years? We'll win a couple of Grey Cups. And then you'll be 27 years old and you're, you'll be a seasoned guy when you go to the NFL. They won't give, they'll give you more of a flutie kind of contract, not a rookie kind of contract. Kind of interesting. Well, I was going to ask you, what was, what did you want to talk about at the end? And you just, you, I didn't have to ask you. <laughs> you went to it. <laughs> Rourke to the CFL. So what do you think he's going to, what do you think he's going to do? I've interviewed the young man a couple times, but I don't know him well enough to say if he'd be interested to come back to the CFL or not. What do you think he'll do? I have, I have no do? idea. I have no idea. A lot of it depends on what the NFL thinks of him. And like I say, this move of letting him go three weeks to go in the season doesn't speak well to me. Um, if I'm a GM in that situation, and I think I got a guy that I think has a chance to really be a player, and we're getting ready for the playoffs, and I, my two guys are, there's no way I'm, I'm, I'm even taking that chance. It's just not worth, there's not a, I mean, he's not going to make enough money that it's going to be worth, wow, we can really, we can save, you know, whatever, however much it was they saved, a couple hundred thousand dollars, it, they would save by putting them on the PR. So again, I, I don't know the thinking there. I don't know what it is. And I think that all goes into Nathan's situation. I, I, I have no idea of what he'll be thinking. I know this month is the month CFL teams sit down and you try to come up with values for, your, for players. Well, if you don't think that Dane Evans and Drew Brown and, and Matthew Schiltz and the quarterbacks that are free agents, if you don't think their value is influenced by Nathan Rourke and what he's going to do, um, McLeod Bethel Thompson, what's he going to do? You know, those things all fa factor into, you know, we talk about free agency and what is a player worth. A player's worth to one team. I never question when they pay a guy 250000 or Edmonton pays a receiver 300 I never question it because to their team, obviously, that's important. And they feel like they'll pay him whatever they have to pay him. Every team has their own philosophies. They're, they're not the same as my philosophy or, or anybody. You know, there's no two philosophies exactly yeah. the same. So that's what's interesting about now what, is what's... establishing player value. Yeah, what's the value of a house? It's what somebody's willing to pay for it, right? Market Absolutely. value. Uh, hey, Jim, thank you so much for all you've done in 2023. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time, but Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Great. and appreciate all you do for us. Enjoy Florida. Thank you, sir. Cold up here. RP Show Football. <laughs> That's what I hear. Oh, I miss it. RP Show Football Analyst Jim Barker joining us on a Football Friday. It's all viewer takeover the rest of the way. Football, hockey, anything else. Your favorite Christmas movie, Christmas Carol, whatever you want, until Moose joins us at the top of the hour and we get back on the football train. Choo-choo. We'll be right back on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless? or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. 
It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Football Friday continues, and uh, hey, listen, I'm a man of my word. I said just you and me until the top of the hour. You probably think that's a long time, and in television terms, it ain't. Or maybe it is. I, I, I can't remember. To me, it's not. It's not a long time in the broadcast world. Not for me. So I'm just going to check the um, viewer comments. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us on the Sober Carpenter text line, by the way. Ask for it by name at your favorite beer, wine, and spirit store. It's also available online and in grocery stores. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. You want to have a beer but have no hangover or regrets or alcohol this Christmas? It's not too late to pick it up. Um, I was asking the audience, what's your favorite Christmas movie and your favorite Christmas carol? Why not, right? It's our last show before Christmas. And in fact, it's our last live show of 2023. Um, BW from Edmonton writes in and says, six white boomers. Is that not by Rolf? Not our tech guy. Clark, do you guys know the guy's name, Rolf, the, the singer? Oh, Rolf. Oh, no. Why can't I remember his last name? Six white boomers, snow Lots white boomers. Rolf. <laughs> I didn't ask for that. What's the guy? Rolf. The only other Rolf that I know. Rolf Harris. There you go. I think that's the one. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you, Google. Jordan, who I believe is in Calgary, Jordan S. writes in. He says, I like Home Alone and Alf. Dawn, our Navy friend, writes in and says, favorite movie, Christmas Story. And you know what? I don't really get the attraction to that, but that's Serena's favorite Christmas movie. And she watches it over and over and over. I'll, watch, I'll tell you, three, four times she'll watch it on Christmas Day. But that's also her birthday, so I let her do whatever she wants. But um, if I may chime in, it is the Rod Peterson show. My favorite Christmas carol, I was thinking about this. And I honestly don't remember the name of the song. But it's the one that goes, dun, da, 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 dun, da, da, dun, da, 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 da. Do you know that one, Clark? Do you know the name of it, you guys? I mean, I guess it can't really qualify as my favorite if I don't know the name to it. Dun, da, 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 da. So in the absence of that, I'll go with the old faithful. Uh, Merry Christmas straight to you by the king of country music, George Strait. Merry Christmas straight to you is my favorite Christmas carol. That's easy. Hey, look who showed up, John Ohm. He said it again. We got you the other day, John. John Ohm. Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. Is that a Christmas movie? I, to be perfectly fair, I want to say Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, but has, be, but has been declared via a ruling that's a Thanksgiving movie. Who knew? That's a U.S. Thanksgiving movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. 
Ah, patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, Carol of the Bells is what you're thinking of, Rod. Thank you. I'll try to remember that. I'll try to remember that. I'll think of a name <laughs> the other day at the beach house up there in Pompano Beach. Serena and I met a, a server named Brandon, and he was going to help us out with setting up our gear, specifically the password for the private Wi-Fi code there. His name was Brandon. And I turned to Serena and I said, he's the Wheat King. He's the Wheat King. That's how we'll remember his name, Brandon Wheat King. And he was like, well, at least I'm the king of something. Hell yes. Right? Apparently, they never got over in Brandon me referring to them as the Brandon Wheat Queens. Navy Dawn. Oh, yeah, you said favorite Christmas story, and then I went off on a tangent. He says his favorite song is Jingle Bells. Why not, right? Any specific Jingle Bells? Like Sinatra's, Bing Crosby's? Let me do a sports update and get serious for a second, then we'll jump back on whatever this is. The Winnipeg Jets can move back into first place in the NHL Central Division with a win over the Atlantic leading Boston Bruins tonight in Winnipeg. Jets trail Dallas and Colorado by one point in the division standings. The Stars and Avalanche are both idle tonight. The Edmonton Oilers finish off their tour of the New York area tonight with a game against the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. The Oilers down the New Jersey Devils 6-3 Thursday night to end a three-game slide that included a defeat to the Islanders on Tuesday. After tonight, the Oilers head west for three games in California. The Montreal Canadiens look for their third win in four games when they visit the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. Montreal has struggled to score this year, but that could change against the Blackhawks team, allowing an average of three and a half goals per game. Wouldn't that be something if they gave up half a goal tonight? Chicago is coming off a 3-2 win over Colorado on Tuesday that ended a, ended a four-game slide. The Toronto Raptors. Are we calling them the Craptors yet like we used to? The Toronto Raptors are in Philadelphia to take on the 76ers in NBA play tonight. Raps coming off a split of a four-game homestand that ended with a loss to defending champion Denver on Wednesday. The 76ers have won seven of their last eight. And who's their coach again? Oh, yeah, Nick Nurse. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Merry Christmas from Common Crown. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. You'll find them on 28th Street Northeast in Calgary. Just down the street, literally from overtime hockey lanes. And also by Landmark Cinemas in, movies now, in movie theaters now. Landmark Cinemas. Silent Night from legendary director John Woo. And the producer of John Wick. Silent Night redefines the action genre with visceral, thrill-a-minute storytelling. More viewer takeover when we come back. You can tell me what your favorite movie, uh, Christmas movie. I like that. Your favorite Christmas carol or a sports topic, too, because we're supposed to be sports talk. But it is a special Christmas edition today of the RP Show. And we'll be back. 902-518-3033. Thanks for the reminder, fellas. We'll be right back here on Game Plus Television. On the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Great to be with you today, and I'm going to tell you, in this business, it's great to be anywhere. Uh, right, guys? We did the sports update, so I'm just going to sit here on uh, a viewer takeover and read comments from the audience, because I could do that all day. And it's Christmas, and I'm feeling charitable and in the gift-giving mood. Asking, what's your favorite movie, Christmas movie, and Christmas Carol? Kirk in Toronto writes in, he says, favorite movie? Black Christmas on the dark side. I'm not familiar with that one. Are you boys? I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, no. I, apolog I apologize. He asked me to ask Jim Barker about Chris Strebler on a return to the CFL, and I missed it. My bad. We'll do it the next time Jim's on. Wayne in Victoria, B.C., home of Touchdown Pacific, next Labor Day weekend, writes in. He says, hi, Rod. My favorite Christmas song is... Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives. It's amazing how an old character, actor, could have a decent voice. Yeah, you ever Hi, heard of John you. Frenzy? His voice is as strong at 85 as it was at 25. Hot damn. He's a winner all the way. Mike Twisted Mike in the Queen City writes in, and he says, a favorite Christmas movie Christmas Vacation. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Absolutely. Pro pro Bingo! Probably better than planes, trains, and automobiles. It would win every poll, I think. From Brian and Beausjour, Manitoba. He says, uh, Little Drummer Boy and Home Alone are my favorites. And he says, Season's Greetings. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, RP and Serena Dawn. <laughs> 
Dee Dee and Leanne, the RP crew, making it all happen in the background. Oh, he was paying attention. He says, have a safe journey to NOLA, New Orleans, Louisiana, and back, Rod and Serena. He says, one last thing. What fills Serena with more angst? A flight on a silver bird or the Oilers possibly missing the playoffs? I've never seen her break out in a cold sweat when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers, so I would say it's probably having a flight. And did I say that's why we're doing this? I'm very excited. The second we get off the air today, we're jumping in the vehicle and driving to New Orleans and going as far as we can, thinking either Gainesville tonight or Tallahassee. Don't know. We did it last year. We drove us, but a different way. We went uh, to a different direction. We ended up in Richmond, Virginia, but we drove through Georgia, went through South Carolina and stayed overnight in Darian Duran's hometown, Florence, South Carolina. And then drove up through North Carolina to Virginia. It was awesome. This trip's going to be, as I just said, to Gainesville or Tallahassee tonight. Keep on trucking through Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. And going to stop and see friends along the way. And, uh, but we'll see. That hasn't all been confirmed. You know football people. I'm going to be honest. They're different than hockey people. It's just the way that it is. Fongo, if you're watching right now, you'll know and you'll agree. They're just different. Not better or worse, just different. I've texted football guys going back a month saying I'm going to be coming through. And they're like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Text them now. No answer. Other guys, I don't know if they've changed their numbers, man. <laughs> the hockey guys, yep, let's do it. You got a time, you got a date, and they show up early. Just the way that they are. I don't know what it is. Oh, the great poll question today is what's the bigger news story of 2023 for Key Auto Group in the NFL? What's the biggest story in the NFL for Key Auto Group? Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift, or Tom Brady retiring? Um, Darren writing in from Saskatoon, he says, I voted Kelsey Swift is the biggest NFL story because I want it to be evil, evil. Mwah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Did I tweet it? I thought, oh, yeah, here it is. I didn't pin it. There's, oh my God, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, 58% on Twitter. 58% are wrong. 58%, there's something wrong with them. Uh, it's going to be a fun hour, too. I predict it. NFL deal or no deal coming up. Our top CFL free agents and whatever you would like to talk about after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.